Good afternoon and welcome to the Facts at Weekly Market Recap. Today is Friday, March 1st. The major averages were mostly higher this week, with the S&P 500 and NASDAQ both up for the 7th week in the past 8, and the 16th week in the past 18. Small caps outperformed, as the Russell 2000 outpaced the S&P by around 200 basis points. Other outperformers included semis, software, networking and IT equipment, home builders, housing-linked retail, building materials, autos, EMPs, oil field services, aluminum, lithium, and precious metals miners. Underperformers included regional banks, department stores, road and rails, PNC insurers, utilities, TIO2, hospitals, MCOs, biotech, payment rails, tobacco, beverages, HPCs, and food. Treasuries rallied this week, with the curve bull steepening as the two-year yield finished the week just above 4.5%, the lowest since February 15th. The dollar index was little changed this week, with the greenback narrowly mixed on the major crosses. Gold was up 2.3%, the best weekly performance in two months. Bitcoin futures were up 22%, the best weekly gain since March of 2023, and back to the highest level since November of 2021. WTI crude was up 4.5%. This week saw a number of moving pieces, though the Treasury rally was a key tailwind to stocks as markets repriced toward a slightly more dovish Fed rate cut path. This week's January core PCE was in line with expectations, removing an overhang of the Fed's preferred inflation measure coming in hotter than expected. Some strategists also noted the market is now in line with the Fed's December dot plot for their three 2024 cuts, which could suggest risk is now back toward a steeper path of cuts. The short end of the curve also got a boost Friday after Fed Governor Waller's balance sheet comments, including that he wants to shift balance sheet's holdings more toward shorter dated Treasury securities. Tech momentum also remained a tailwind amid more AI proliferation optimism, reflected in tech inflows pacing for a record annualized $98.8 billion, according to B of A analysts. Overall equity inflows for the week to February 28th totaled $10 billion, according to EPFR Global Data, adding to February's solid inflows. This week saw some cautious takeaways from the latest economic data, though there was a bit of a bad news is good news dynamic in play, given more signals of weakening labor markets and mixed manufacturing data. Other pieces of the bullish narrative include dry powder, money market funds saw $38.7 billion in inflows last week, improving breadth, resilient personal income data helping shore up household balance sheets, and a record buyback pace. However, a number of overhangs remain, notably downside risk for earnings growth. Consensus is currently for 11% S&P 500 earnings growth this year, though upside is attributable solely to big tech. While Barclays this week raised its S&P 500 price target from 4,800 to 5,300, the team did note its S&P X-Tech EPS forecast is 5% below consensus, citing ongoing margin pressures and slowing ex-US growth. JP Morgan strategists also noted margins remain elevated from a historical perspective and appear to be peaking. Other pieces of the bearish narrative include a higher for longer Fed, political and geopolitical uncertainty, sticky pockets of inflation, weakening labor market fundamentals, extended valuations, ongoing talks of bubbles in AI-linked stocks, and speculative plays like crypto. A big week of U.S. economic data included the core PCE up 0.4% in line with consensus, while December was revised down to 0.1 PP to 0.1%. The print helped push back against the hotter inflation overhang, though some economists were cautious around the acceleration in services x-housing. 
Other data this week included February ISM manufacturing, which missed with the employment index the lowest since July. Though prices paid came off January's level, though remained above 50 for a second straight month. February consumer confidence came in well below consensus, while the report included a deterioration in the labor market differential. January durable goods orders fell more than expected, though impacted by Boeing orders, while core capital goods shipments, which feeds into GDP, were better than expected. Final Michigan consumer sentiment saw unchanged one-year and five- to ten-year inflation expectations. This week saw a lot of Fed speak that mostly continued to hold to the higher-for-longer narrative. New York's Williams said inflation still has some ways to go before reaching the 2% target, though risks are receding. Atlanta's Bostic reiterated that cuts could come this summer, while Cleveland's Meester repeated three rate cuts sound about right. However, a number of analysts this week questioned whether the Fed would cut at all this year, citing factors including a resilient economy, still elevated inflation, and fears around a further easing of financial conditions and reacceleration of inflation. This week's commentary also comes ahead of Fed Chair Powell's appearance on Capitol Hill next week. However, some previews said Powell's appearance is somewhat de-risked, given pricing around the rate cut path has come into line with the Fed's own forecast for three rate cuts this year. Some key corporate stories this week included strong results from tech names, including Dell, OKTA, NetApp, and Zoom. However, Snowflake sunk after disappointing guidance and CEO surprise retirement. New York Community Bank said there's material weakness in its internal controls over financial reporting. Macy's guidance was light, while the company said it would close 150 stores in a pivot toward higher value brands. And said it is to start producing a component for NVIDIA's H200 GPUs. Boeing is considering a bio of supplier Spirit Aerosystems. A very busy week ahead includes February Tuesday's services PMI, ISM services, and Super Tuesday primaries in the U.S., ADP private payrolls, jolts, Chair Powell's House Financial Services Committee appearance, and the Fed Beige Book are on Wednesday. Thursday brings Chair Powell's Senate Banking Committee appearance and the State of the Union. Friday brings February non-farm payrolls. Consensus is for a slowdown to 200K from last month's 353K print. The unemployment rate is expected to hold at 3.7%, while average hourly earnings is expected to slow to 0.3% from last month's 0.55% print which was the highest since March of 2022. That's it for this edition of the Facts at Weekly Market Recap. Have a good weekend, everyone.